today on Locked On Rockies. No doubt about it. If the Rockies lose Antonio Senzatella for an extended period of time, trading has to be the answer. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rockin' Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 11th day of May in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every single day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot. That's what we do around here. Let's talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every day. And we are proud to be your first listen of the day. Thank you for tuning in to us daily and being part of our everyday crew. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Today on the Locked On Rockies podcast, we are talking about the fact that the Colorado Rockies are facing a situation in which the only answer truly is to trade and the, the the that comes with the as we all wait for results uh for the health of Antonio Senzatella and it, it, we talked about this on the show last night it's it's not only a huge blow for the Rockies but when we look at things there's not a ton of depth here that you can turn to <laughs> pardon me, in your uh, in your farm system here, when you're looking at starting pitching, when you're going through things, and when you're looking at the Rockies' uh, top prospects as listed on MLB.com, there's there's not an MLB-ready pitcher here with uh, within the top 20. You can maybe look at saying Jeff Criswell here, who's, uh, you could maybe bring him up a little bit uh, more, but he was... Uh, uh, a reliever. He's uh, it's it's he's he's still projected to 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 uh, be a, a debut this season. So you could take a risk there. You can see what uh, you also have here from from Gavin Hollowell. Uh, if if these guys are are healthy enough, but if you don't trade, what other option are you going to have? I mean, you have to turn to some of these young guys, and is that the right call? I mean, I don't, I'm not necessarily against it, to be totally honest. In the grand scheme of things, even with this good stretch of ball, I mean, the Rockies working their way back to being a stone's throw to 500 complicates what I think is the philosophy of the Rockies. If things were continuing on the trajectory that they were for the Rockies, this question gets a, a you know a, would be a little bit more simple. I think the Rockies would be a little bit more willing to punt and uh, see what they got. They did it last year. They weren't afraid to 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 bring guys up and different guys up and try try them out in certain situations. Uh, I mean, Peter Lambert is in the bullpen right now, but how quickly do you want to ramp him up and bring him into the starter role when you are really facing a situation when you need a starter that can get you innings? The Rockies are facing too many situations this season in which their starter's only going to the fifth. The Rockies really, I mean, what what was nice about especially Herman Marquez and Antonio, and Antonio Sensatella is these pitchers can go into the sixth inning and keep a game close, even on their not sharpest days. Kyle Freeland can do the same as well. And so now we haven't really seen Gomber go super far. We we, we still are seeing have, how far are we going to trust the young guys to go as well. If Antonio Senzatella is, is, it misses time, 
and you're hesitant to bring people up because it's kind of interesting that they they I mean they, they haven't said anything and I haven't seen too many rumors so far of what the plan is for the Rockies and if, if this happens but it's if you don't want to go young you got to make a trade and so who are the Rockies willing to part with and what are the Rockies really going to get back in a trade that's that's the big question I I, I mean the other option, obviously, is the waivers. And, of, of course, you know, one of the interesting ones being uh, Chase Anderson. He's a, a right-hander. He got uh, designated for assignment by by the Rays after only throwing uh, five innings uh, this season, a couple of strikeouts. Um, I'm, I'm not – I mean, it's, it's just one of those moves uh, where he – it's like a raise move, you know, that's just like, huh, what did they do? What are they? What's the plan? I mean, maybe they did something like the Rockies uh, in, in, in Jonathan Daza where they they needed to, to be able to make a move and they couldn't. And the DFA was allowing them to do so. But I mean, that's certainly an option for the Rockies. But wouldn't you want to kind of if you're going to make a trade, if you're going to pull the trigger on, on, on something like that, don't you want to make a, a little bit more of a splash? Don't, if you're going to make a move for an arm, it shouldn't just be for for a stopgap plan. It, it should be for for someone that you're confident in in playing with and and, and confident in uh uh confident in in believing in for uh, uh, the long haul. I mean. J- there's so many, it, it, especially if you're going to get a pitcher of of kind of great quality or or a middle to you know um, I don't know if you can really get a top of the rotation guy for what the Rockies really have to offer, depending on what they would offer on the minor league level, because that also factors into this trade question. How much of how much of the Rockies, uh, you know position player prospects would they be willing to move on from in the instance of a trade and should you be open-minded to moving those prospects to land an arm that could that could help you out for a couple of seasons how much how how important is it for the Rockies to trade for a starting pitching with some control uh in a contract it's probably a little bit more important than you think especially when you're the question surrounding Herman Marquez uh there as the offseason is looming uh for him and uh, just the, the the back half of the rotation and these young guys. I mean, there's there's certainly a million factors to go in. But as always, if the Rockies want to really improve their pitching staff immediately and and do so without doing it in the draft and develop way, trade has always been their best option. When you're not going to be able to attract the biggest and the best in free agency, you're not going to be able to lure. You're you're going to bring pitchers in that are interested with with a certain rebound and 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 and, and the challenge and the mindset to do that. But again, you know, like the Rockies didn't have a chance for any of the high profile free agent pitchers this offseason. I don't know how you can change that. I mean, I until. Coors Field, the narrative around it really changes. The Rockies are never really going to be able to bring in a high-profile free agent. It's not to say that they can't have good pitching. Again, I've I've praised a lot of the pitchers in this rotation and pitchers in the past for the Rockies. But if the Rockies want to address the need of starting pitching and want to do it 
in a way that makes a little bit of a splash, you're going to have to let go of some of the of, of these veterans or potentially some prospects. And I just don't know how willing the Rockies are, are, are to do that. I think the Rockies are more likely going to call up these young guys. They're, it's more likely that the Rockies will look for the waiver wire and call up the young guys before they trade any of these guys. I unfortunately think that the only downside, I think that the there is a downside to the Rockies' recent success. And uh, we'll talk about that here in segment number two of the Locked on Rockies podcast. But first, I got to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Game Time is the place that uh, is going to take care of you when you need last second tickets. Folks, if you are out there and you're like, oh man, I'm supposed to buy tickets. I'm supposed to do this. And you got your reputation of planning events on the line, Game Time's going to help you out. They got flash deals and last-minute tickets, and don't worry, you can even check out pictures of your seats so you can know where you're sitting, so you won't be surprised when you go into the venue. You'll know where you're sitting, and that also makes you feel a little bit better about, it makes, makes me feel better, makes me feel more confident, especially when I'm doing something a little bit spontaneous and spur of the moment. That picture uh, helps make, uh, make me feel more confident in what I uh, am going to get. They got the lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection. They got all sorts of stuff to take care of you in case something happens with the event. Game time is the place for the last minute uh, uh, ticket deals, so you don't even have to plan ahead if you don't want to. Uh, there's the game time guarantee as well. That means you're always going to get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On MLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We thank you for making us your first listen of the day. You can join the show. You can be part of the fun by subscribing to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel and being part of the live chat. When you see that we are live and recording the show, you can drop in and ask your Rockies questions live. Have you fire off your Rockies hot takes and lots, lots more. Again, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Shout outs to my everyday listeners out there. Off day for the Colorado Rockies today, so uh, no baseball action for you tonight in terms of the Rockies. We'll look ahead to the Philly series coming up in segment number three. But I, I unfortunately, I don't want to damper things. It's, it's a worry. It's not a bad thing, and it's not a surprise. But the Colorado Rockies' recent success does paint a familiar picture. If this team goes 500 over its recent stretch, I believe if my math is correct, they're around three games below 500. If this team continues to win series, this team will continue to believe in what they have. So when you're facing situations like replacing Antonio Senzatella and Herman Marquez in the starting rotation with a trade, and you combine that with the if the Rockies are able to manage okay and play good baseball through the injury, they've so far been able to navigate the Herman injury uh, uh, with with some success. Small sample size in the big picture, big big scheme of the Rockies season. 
But I think stretches like this, and I think when the Rockies play like this, tells the front office that they were right. Enough for the Rockies front office to believe that they were right and to believe that they had the right plan, the right mindset, they've made the right adjustments, and that this team is going to keep scrappily fighting its way into the playoffs, as has been Colorado Rockies baseball tradition. So the more I think about it, I think the Rockies are going to make minimal to no moves at the trade deadline. If especially, I mean, if it reverts, if things go back to the way they were, if the Rockies go back to how this season started, that will obviously change. But the Rockies have put together a few weeks now, a couple of weeks, a couple of series of 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 strong baseball, and that's obviously a good thing. We like good winning Rockies baseball. It just complicates the big picture. And it complicates the actions and the idea in the mindset of the Rockies front office. And again, trade deadline and midway point of the season is only halfway, basically, give or take. I know it's not exactly halfway, but it's it's right around there. So there's still a ton of the part, a large part of the season left for the Rockies even after that. And we've seen the downsides of this team. Early season, sure. Will it be different in the uh, later in the season? It should be. But if it reverts back to what we've seen, and if it and if the Rockies stand pat at the deadline, they are in even more trouble in the future. The Rockies really need to start leveraging and planning ahead instead of right now, because. It's working it's for now, but it's also overall a team that's still six games under 500, a team that is now missing two of its main uh, starting pitchers, uh, a team that doesn't have top pitching prospects. There's a lot of what ifs. There's a lot of concern here. So, as great as it is and as, as enjoyable as it is. And I mean, this is, a, and I think what we're seeing a little bit too with the Rockies is the offense is, is rising to the occasion and the defense. We talked about it on the show yesterday is other players and other parts are picking up the Rockies. In addition to the pitchers that are being called on are stepping up and in, in, in into the occasion. Can this continue? It, it can. I mean, it, it certainly can. If you've done, if you can go and you beat three good teams, I know the pirates are, are now scuffling and, and maybe, uh, thoughts were a little high, but still a good team, still a team that blanked them. But I mean, those, those are three good series wins. And for the Rockies to win four of their last five series, like you can't, you can't sit there and deny that the, the diamondback series was very ugly, but sometimes, I mean, especially in the grand scheme of things with baseball, the Rockies finding themselves winning series and in the middle of, 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 you know, the race is certain race, you know, they, they could think they're in the race, you know, just if they keep, if things keep falling their way, if things keep going, uh, you know, if they keep doing the little things, right. I just don't know if this Rockies team still has enough to make the big push to, especially down the stretch. 
the Rockies are winning now, but do the Rockies have the capability of winning in October or September with this roster, with all of the injuries that this, that this team has faced, with the team as constructed right now, if it does, in fact, make its way to October? I don't think so. And that's what's tough. I mean, what what's really tough about a team like the Rockies and baseball in general sometimes is... What is the point of being of of standing pat and missing the playoffs by a couple of games and being a middle of the pack team? There's no real benefit to that. So you have to make so unless you truly believe that this team is capable of winning it all or or making a run or making it into the postseason as constructed right now on this day, right here on because because this is I mean. I don't want to be too doom and gloom with sends it, but the, the 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 warning signs, the issues are there. You're facing, you've already faced massive injuries this season. Do you have enough depth to make it into the postseason and make it a successful run? I don't think so, but that doesn't take away from what the team is doing now. That doesn't take away from the success that we're having. That's not, to, that's not to say that you shouldn't enjoy and be happy that the Rockies are playing winning and good baseball. That's Those are all good signs because you're looking at players that are doing well and you're seeing that they are going to be uh, uh, in spots where the, uh, the, the Rockies have great promise and they're going to be part, they can be part of the picture moving forward. You just have to make, there's just tough calls that are going to have to be made for the Rockies, and I don't think they're going to make them. Ethan Klentz says, I understand why, but I'm still going to enjoy wins. Stay positive. Also, prospects don't always pan out. Look at the Royals and Reds. Rotation does need tons of help, I admit. That's what, I mean, that's the problem, though. I mean, it's not just prospects not panning out. It's okay. Don't trade for prospects. Then trade for, an, trade for a starter. Teams trade for starters. I just don't think the Rockies are willing to do that, especially when the team plays good baseball, because they sit there and say that this is our reason. This is our, this is what we, this is our moment to show you that, Hey, this team that we constructed is able to play, to beat these teams. We just beat the Brewers and the Mets. Those are two playoff teams. Some would argue the Pirates, you know, the Pirates were, you know, the Pirates thumped the Rockies and they went and they, they came back and, and returned the favor. I just don't think that there's enough here in the tank to make a big run. But that doesn't mean there isn't good things that are going to happen this year and good things that are going to happen on the field. You just got to prepare for next year because the injuries, especially to the starting rotation, I think are just a little bit too much for this Rockies team to handle throughout a full season. Right now they're handling it. How do they handle it in July? How do they handle it in August? How do they handle it in June? There's so much baseball left, and there are so many key pieces of the Rockies that are already out for extended periods of time. They've managed in some ways. I just don't see the depth for it to be managed for a full-on successful playoff run in 2023. Okay. Uh, let's preview this series in Philly and, uh, let's take a look at our, 
uh, let's uh, let's take a look at what our Rockies are going to be up to here as we get ready for some weekend baseball with no baseball today, unfortunately. Always sad. But first, I want to tell you about the new way you are going to fall in love with fantasy baseball, and that is so rare, so rare. It it, it takes all the fun and the and the excitement of card collecting makes it a little bit simpler, gives you easier access, and allows you to to build your true fantasy team. It's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace, and it makes you the owner. Officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 teams in Major League Baseball. So rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with players' cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. So rare rewards. What are you uh, What are you competing for, you ask? Well, if you rank near at the, the top of the leaderboard, you can win a variety of rewards, including scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com, SoRare.com, to draft your team of free player cards. Set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash locked on to start playing today. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. 13XAM13 here in the live chat. Ethan Klentz in the live chat as well. Shout outs to all you everyday listeners. And thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I know, is, there, is there news in Oakland? I thought they pivoted on their... Uh, on the uh, stadium or whatever. I have a, I know it's a big deal. Personally, I think it's a little, uh, I mean, I think it, expansion to Vegas may, it was, was inevitable. Uh, it coming at the cost of the A's and the way the A's owner has uh, run things, managed things and done things. I just am not a fan of uh, whatsoever, but if it's a better baseball conditions for, for everyone, that'll be, that'll be nice. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I just, uh, I, it's just a bummer to me to see a, a team that does have some really cool history, a team that does have some really cool teams in its past, uh, and, and, and the way it goes to, to, to that, uh, it's just a, it's just a bummer. Um, but you know, I, I mean, me personally, I, I'm, I, every time a league announces expansion, Vegas has just always been kind of the duh, um, as long as, you know, you can figure out how to build the stadiums and get the resources but anyway uh rockies playing the fills uh coming up here in uh, a weekend series the rockies are going to definitely look uh, just like this pirate series the rockies are going to look uh, to, to to redeem themselves a little bit this is a, a rockies team that played uh, the phillies in and certainly had ample opportunities to to win that that series but as we were talking about uh, uh yesterday it was uh, the playing the Phillies at a point where they were just really sloppy on defense really getting in their own way and and, and just making mistakes and errors that 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 really cost this team it's a it's a different Rockies team playing uh this Phillies team for sure right now and uh it's a it's a benefit of a, a home series hopefully now this Rockies uh, team can can make this homestand one where where they are the, uh, the 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 dominant team instead of teams coming in there and and, and turning things around 
at Coors Field. Uh, now that they, they they iron things out on the uh, on the road, they uh, have, have got this good solid stretch of baseball. They they played that solid series against the Brewers. Let's go for it again, full throttle. And uh, I'm really looking forward to continue to see uh, to see. Hopefully, maybe uh, with with the way Tovar's playing, maybe a little uh, Coors Field breakout series would be great for him. But it, this is also a uh, Phillies team that's playing much better. This is a Phillies team uh, that is getting a little bit back on track, and a Phillies team that has, of course, one of the scariest guys in the biz uh, back in action as well in Bryce Harper. So. Uh, you know, actually, as I'm, I'm looking a little bit more into the Phillies here, they uh, they did just sweep uh, the Blue Jays in a quick little two-game set uh, there, but uh, they were coming off of uh, back-to-back series losses against uh, the uh, Red Sox and the Dodgers. Dodgers actually sweeping the Phillies and uh, thumping them pretty good there to start off May. Um, Phillies were able to take down the Astros there. So they are 2-2 two and two in their last two series, and like I said, uh, Bryce Harper back in action, so he's going to be a big factor to watch in this one. But um, I, you know, it'd be, you know, it, it's going to be nice. What what is nice, at least so far, and uh, uh, especially right now, how the season has started, it's going to be nice to see Chris Bryant and uh, Bryce Harper do a little dueling this weekend. I think that's going to be pretty cool. And talk about a guy that we'd love to see have a little breakout. I think uh, I here's my big bold hot take. Chris Bryant, two home runs in this series. Chris Bryant hits two big flies in this one. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not going to go full series prediction. Uh, maybe we'll uh, save that for, for tomorrow's show because uh, we're going to wrap things up here on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you all so much for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you for tuning in to the live chat. Thank you for being part of the show. Your subscription to Locked on Rockies helps make this show possible and helps out us a big, big time amount. Thank you all so much for making us your first listen of the day. We're available free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, I'm Paul Holden, and this has been the Locked on Rockies podcast.